Welcome to Cloud Sea Fiction. I'm Sam Milner, and this is episode two, Time Run. It's a hopefully fun little fantasy piece that I've worked on for a little while with a character that um, we might get to see again. No, 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 no. The word rang with each step of Cat's all-out panic sprint to nowhere. He didn't know what was going on, except that as soon as he touched the amulet he was paid to steal, something went horribly wrong. One moment, he had been standing in the wizard's office, and the next, any move he made changed the world around him. Thinking it to be a trap, Cat and his cat-like tendencies made an all-out dash for safety. If he could get out of the office, maybe he could be safe. By the time he made it to the office door, there was no longer an office, or a castle for that matter. It seemed to be deconstructed as he made his way across the room. One moment his foot was on stone, the next on a dusty dirt road leading through the ruins of a castle. He first wondered if it were the same castle. There wasn't much to go by, but the piles of rocks strewn about looked to be about the same color as the castle. He took a few more steps, and the dirt road became this black, rock-like material with lines painted on it. An armored chariot enclosed with glass was sitting on the side of the black road. The chariot had no horses to draw it, and no locations to even put horses for that matter. Cat didn't like what he was seeing. He felt like he was in a strange nightmare. Cat froze, and all of time stopped with him. Oh man, this is not what I signed up for, Cat thought to himself, but... He knew that there were always consequences in the unspoken details of any nefarious contract, and stealing a precious gold amulet from Marlin, the court wizard, seemed easy enough, but a wizard was a wizard, and Cat knew very little about wizards. He specialized in a range of work that isn't legally recognized, from spying to stealing and the occasional arson he was a bit of a spook but he did his best not to kill people he found that to leave the longest grudges and he liked working for as many people as possible it kept him needed and protected by those who used his services often he liked being alive cat's life now flashing before his eyes as the gravity of the situation began to settle in was a good life he had money and everybody at the tavern who he considered to be his closest friends kept in his good graces because he was a useful guy to know it got him free ale and he often thought of that as his crowning achievement he dropped the amulet and time began moving normally again. The armored chariot 
began to purr like a metal beast, and two exceptionally large humans, dressed in strange patterned clothing, got out and began to gawk at the piles of former castle. One of them kept looking into a small black box and making the box flash a bright light. They, they, they must be wizards, Cat thought. He figured he should go speak to them. They may know Marlin. He picked up the amulet and time froze. As he put it into his pocket, it seemed to return to normal for the most part. Cat felt the only way to get out of the situation was to either track his steps back and find his starting moment where he touched the amulet, therefore the moment he messed up, or find the wizard and beg for his forgiveness. He wasn't usually one to ask for help, but he was scared. Cat figured he should ask the wizards in funny clothes with the armored chariot about Marlin. He came out into their view, and the one with the black box flashed it at him. Cat worried about a magic spell being fired at him and put his hands up and dropped to his knees. The box flashed a few more times. Cat looked at the man as the man began to turn different dials and press knobs on the box before it would flash again. He hadn't thought to look at the amulet before. Cat looked and there were many wheels with little ridges that interlocked with other wheels and writing. Surprisingly enough, he could actually read the writing and on one of the few switches, it said help. He flipped the switch. Marlin, or at least Cat assumed it to be Marlin, appeared in front of him looking groggy. He rubbed his eyes. Why is it always while I'm sleeping? Marlin groaned. Cat, not knowing what to do, held the amulet tightly and wondered why Marlin was still moving, but quickly remembered the wizard thing. Cat, then thinking it to be his best way out, held the amulet above his head and spoke to Marlin. Please, great wizard Marlin, help me find my way home. Marlin walked up. I've been looking for this. He snatched the amulet. Where'd you find this? Cat looked at him, confused. Your your office? Marlin looked even more confused. I, I had an office? Uh, yes, you were the court wizard, Cat said, with a strange feeling that this may be the wrong Marlin. Uh, I haven't been a court wizard in a long time, and then I was a court wizard for easily 1,500 years, so that does little to narrow it down. Marlin was examining and messing with the amulet. Wait, so you're going to help me? Cat stood up, looking a little brighter. Marlin flipped the amulet over in his hands a few times. Time is forever. Memory is not. And I hope you remember where you came from, because I sure as hell don't and can't help you, Marlin said with a reasonable amount of annoyance. What? Cat said with the last of his composure. Marlin took a deep breath, scrunched his face, and raised his shoulders, held his hands palms up, 
and then slid them back and forth. Well, I may have made the help button and the reset button the same button. Excuse me? Cat didn't actually know what he was talking about, but the over-exaggeration of body expression and his tone was not a good sign. Cat was now on his knees, contemplating how he was most likely dead, and this chaos was in fact him getting lost in the afterlife. It only made sense to a guy from a time period where the year wasn't very important information. The last time someone had been asked for a year, the best answer they got was, it's been two harvests since the new priest moved into town. It was also the year the pub got ale instead of mead, but that's a different story. Oh, I'm sorry for not thinking of this earlier, but you stole this, so you're in the wrong, not me. Marlin was getting defensive. He held the amulet close and tinkered with the knobs and dials. Cat, who had now devolved into a puddle on the ground, was contemplating begging for some form of forgiveness. He started to sniffle, and tears welled up in his eyes. Marlin pulled out a stick and began waving it in the air. Hocus, pocus, cry less, and focus! Whap! He hit Cat square on the top of the head with his fist. Ow! What the hell kind of spell was that? Cat grabbed at the top of his head and rolled around on the ground. Well, you're, you aren't crying anymore, and you seem to be able to focus on me, so I call it a pretty good spell. Cat still looked pitiful. Look, I promise not to ever mess with your stuff again. I just want to get home. Well, that, that's a lot harder than it sounds, Slick, because you don't even know where you come from, and... I'm not about to try and high-speed scrub the last 15,000 to 1,500 to 2,000 years looking for your place. But the least I can do is take you back to my place and maybe give you some work. And we can look later, when, when we have time. But uh, for now, I'd like to get back to bed, Marlin said with a sternness. Cat shook his head, looked a little confused, but it's daytime out. Marlin rolls his eyes. Not where I'm from, but deal with it. I can't teach you planetary sciences and the concept of time zones right now. We're going to Miami. What? Cat was confused. Thank y'all. That was episode two of Cloud Sea Fiction. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I'll see you next time.